guys, episode one of the podcast. Um, thanks for being here. This one was a bit, uh, a bit interesting, uh, much better than my first, first podcast, which was absolutely terrible and will never see to the light of day. Spoke about some um, silly stuff. Spoke about Mary, Mary Poppins popping in. Um, spoke about some more serious things, which got a bit weird. Didn't expect to get serious, but uh, ended silly again. So I had fun. If you like it, let me know. Comment on things. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the follow buttons. Thanks so much. Cheers. All right. Episode one. Well, episode one that's going to be released. Episode uh, episode one that was recorded was not very good. Episode one that was recorded was very bad, uh, very embarrassing, hard to listen back. Didn't like it. Did not like it one bit. Already got dry mouth. Good start. Oh, might have dribbled a bit. Might have dribbled a little bit, but that's fine. I uh, uh, to introduce the podcast. I guess this is um, this is the accidental bully podcast. Uh, I've been struggling really hard with the name. I haven't really been able to figure out what I wanted to call it. Um, But I've settled on the Accidental Bully podcast because I kind of feel that Accidental Bully is a really really accurate demonstration of what what my life is like. I kind of – I always go along trying to be funny, trying to have a laugh and pretty much always end up upsetting someone unintentionally. And it's just – it's just not a good way to be, but I, I understand what I am. I know who I am and uh, gets a bit there's – some, there's some interesting moments. So hopefully I can share that. Maybe maybe in the future I'll have some guests on, talk about some um, some times they've accidentally bullied someone um, doing stand-up comedy. So not a lot of people know, but I'll, I guess a few people know that I've been doing stand-up comedy for a little while. I'm about a year in, which means I'm um, shit, basically. It means no one is good for a little while. Uh, so I guess I won't be getting a gig for a while. Now that, now that everything's opening back up again, I probably won't be getting a gig for a bit because all the real comedians are going to be doing it. Um, this is nerve wracking doing a podcast. I don't know why, I don't know why I'm so nervous about it. I guess I find this is honestly, I find this is more nerve, nerve wracking than actually getting up and doing a gig. Um, getting up on stage and doing it is it's nerve wracking, but you're only up there for, for five minutes. And if, you want to try some new stuff. You just make sure you do it on a night when you don't know anyone there. So you don't have any friends come. You don't have any anyone there that can that can have any mental record of the event because if it goes really badly in front of a crowd of people that don't know you, they forget about you almost instantly. Um, whereas this is this is out there for good. This is out there forever. Um, but honestly, I just want to do something to hopefully make a few people laugh. I don't know. It'll it'll probably make me laugh. If it makes other people laugh, I'm doing it for them. If it doesn't make anyone else laugh, then I'm doing it for me and and I don't care. So yeah, we I feel like a I feel like a bit of a bandwagon though jumping in at the moment. It's it's a strange time to be doing this because I feel like there's too many podcasts being launched. So it's kind of like, oh, you're launching a podcast. Every, everyone is. So why 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 are you why are you doing that? And to be honest, I just want something different to do. Uh, I, I feel like doing stand-up's a bit tricky as well with kids. I've got two kids. Uh, it's a bit of a nightmare doing stand-up with them, uh, try, taking up a lot of the time. So it, I figured it'd be nice to have something that I can do from home, set it up, make it happen, um, and just not have too much not have too much effort involved in actually leaving the house and getting out because some nights it just doesn't work, getting out and doing comedy. 
Um, speaking of the kids, I uh, was watching. Actually, this is oh, I thought I wanted to talk about this. I was watching um, Mary. We watched Mary Poppins the uh, Mary. We watched Mary Poppins the other day. Mary Mary's Mary's Poppin. Mary Mary be Poppin. We watched Mary Poppin the other day, and that's a that's a, one of those movies when you watch it as a kid, it kind of makes sense, and you go, "This is cool. She's a, she's a fancy nanny." But then when you watch it as adults, it's a bit it's a bit fucked up. Like I don't I don't know how it's cool for some lady in this in the recent one we watched. Spo- spoiler alert for those who those those pop poppiners, the ones that really want to don't want to miss out on the hot hot poppin. Uh, basically, this recent one, she shows up back with the kids who she previously took care of, but they're now adults and they've got kids and she shows up in the park and just just rolls up to these kids while they're flying a kite in the park and says that she's going to be their nanny and already knows their names and just rolls up at the house and the dad just goes, oh, Mary, you're back. Yeah, you can be the nanny. Like no questions asked. It's the weird, It's the strangest thing. Just I don't understand a situation where it'd be cool for some lady to rock up at the park see your kids, know their names already, just walk up to them and know them by name, come home with them and be like, I'm the nanny now. And the dad goes, oh, look, we're a bit poor. We can't really afford to have a nanny. And she just goes, don't worry, I'll work for free. Okay, that's the first worrying sign, working for free as a nanny, psychopath. Number two, she she rolls up as the nanny, walks in, willing to work for free. That's a worrying sign. Knew all the kids' names, worrying sign number two. First job she wants to do, come on, kids, let's go take a bath. First scene in the movie, she's giving the kids a bath, does some magic, gives the kids Mary's popping Mary's poppin pills somehow, gives the kids some pills. They they jump, they all dive into the path together, into the bath together and have some sort of psychedelic experience where they're they're swimming around underwater in the bath. Like I it's it's quite worrying. If if Mary Mary rolling up on your house, I don't think it's a good thing. Like I, don't, I think she's given these kids more than a spoonful of sugar. Mary's popping. Mary's Mary's popping pills. Mary's popping. She's popping in. She's popping up. Mary's popping a couple of fingers in. I reckon. Mary's Mary's a bit of a fucking a bit of a crazy cat. Uh, and also, do do they trust her just because she's got that that accent? She's got that accent. I don't know what I don't know what you'd call that accent, like a posh lady accent. But it's the kind of it's the kind of person you could imagine calling her kids Genevieve. She's got that accent. Like Genevieve, I don't know, I'm bad at accents. Bad start to go on with accents, but that's fine. That this that whole part of the movie just freaked me out. The fact that this lady just rolls up into a family's life, says that she's going to be the nanny, and the family just goes, okay, yeah. Like the kids brought home their nanny from the park. I don't, I don't just it rattled me. Mary's popping. Best part, best part of the movie though is there's an old guy who um Again, spoiler alert, sorry. Uh, there's an old boy at the very end of the movie who I don't even remember what happens, but he just he just randomly yells out, set sail! And I, that's that just cracked me up. I don't know. I, I just feel like it would be a perfect way to end any sexual encounter, like right at the O moment, just set sail! I'm setting sail! Just I'm flying the flag! I don't know what, I don't know what other cat... I, I think I'd like a sex catchphrase. That's the moral of the story. I watch Mary Poppins. And I decided I wanted a sex catchphrase, and I don't, I don't know where else to go from there. But for, for, I can't believe the first thing I'm talking about on my podcast is Mary Poppins. Uh, but, but that's where we're going. That's that's how we're doing it. Um, 
Mary Poppins, my God. This is, oh, this is a hat edition. I forgot, I, I didn't mention, I'm a, I'm a hat guy now. Uh, became a dad five years ago, didn't wear so many hats. As you become a dad for longer, hats become more a part of dadding. Uh, went down south, bought a new hat. A lot of people who know me know I don't really buy a lot of clothes. I don't, I don't buy a lot of that sort of stuff. Bought a new hat. Whenever I buy something new, it gets worn flat out. So I'm a hat guy now. Uh, sometimes if I'm feeling really cool, I'll wear the hat backwards, only in the car, because I'm not crazy, I'm not a crazy person, but in the car I'll wear the hat backwards and um, I feel it. I feel good with the hat back, uh, the snap the snap back. I think that's a, that's a type of hat, but, I'll, but the snap, I don't know where I'm going here, but uh, I'm a hat guy now. So this is the hat edition. First podcast is a special edition and it's the hat edition because I'm a hat guy now. Uh, I'm a hat dad and... Hat dads. Uh, let's start. Uh, I might tell you a story. I'm just trying to think because being, being that I've called it Accidental Bully Podcast, I, I thought I was trying to think of very specific times when it's happened when I've been an asshole without realizing. And here's, I thought of one, and this one this one really paints me as an absolute fuckwit. Um, I was at the cricket with the boys. We were hanging out at the cricket, having a sick day. Going to the cricket with the boys is about as good as it gets. And we were in the second tier and there's the beach balls flying around. As you know, beach balls, uh, it's it's one of those things where beach ball comes flying up, everyone bats them around. If you're on the second tier and someone knocks down the beach ball, it's it's like it's common practice that if someone accidentally knocks the beach ball down, knocks it down a tier or knocks it into the actual cricket pitch so the security guards will take it, you boom, you have a crack at them. And I thought I'd come up with an absolute screamer. This guy's on the front barrier, he's jumped uh, and kind of reached forward to grab the ball as it's come flying up. He's fumbled it and it's fallen down to the next tier. So he's lost it. And everyone's, everyone's yelling and cheering and having a crack. And, and I've yelled out two hands for beginners thinking that that was, you know, it's classy. It's just an Aussie thing to say. Uh, and then one of my mates just, just gave me a nudge and goes, Oi, that, um, that guy you just yelled at, he's only got one hand. So my ripping burn uh, was just verbally abusing a disabled person for being disabled. Um, and I, I wish, I wish I could say I felt bad about it, but that's just not the way my brain works. I didn't, I didn't feel guilty at all. And I think, I think it's because it was unintentional. I would never, I'd, I'd feel guilty if I directly, but then I wouldn't feel guilty because I'd done it on purpose. I, I'm, I'm not trying to defend myself, but I genuinely didn't, didn't feel guilty. And then it just led on to me thinking of other nicknames you could give nicknames you could give someone that had one hand and i i i'm going to say it right now if i ever lose a hand in any sort of tragic accident i'm more than happy with people calling me one bounce i've already picked my nickname i know it's not an aussie thing to do to pick your own nicknames but if i lose a hand in a tragic accident uh i don't know a whipper snipping accident hardcore whippers whip, get whip snipped if I lose my hand in a whip snipping accident, I'm happy for people to call me one bounce because I just think that'd be the best, the best introduction to any situation. People going, "Oi, my mate's coming around. Um, he's coming around a bit later. Uh, have you met him? Have you met one bounce before? Nah, man, I'm I've met one bounce before. What, why is his name one bounce? Oh, you'll see. Oh, you'll see. And then I roll up. Boom. High five. No high tens. High fives all around. My name one bounce, and I th- I feel like I'd 
I feel like a disability would make me more likable, to be honest. Not saying I want one, but I might make me more likable. Um, fuck, I'm really, I'm really diving into some shit that's contra. Oh, straight away, I'm already talking about disabilities. Jesus Christ. Oh God. Um, there's some weird shit going on in the world right now. Uh, don't know why I dive straight from that into that, but fuck, I was, I was talking to Mum this morning, and it's this is some of the this this little period that we've been through is. 100% the craziest time I've ever seen. Like I I even remember back as being a kid, remember 9-11 happening, and that was absolute madness. But this last couple of months with the coronavirus shutting the world down and now what's going on in America, it's like I don't even – I can't even put into words how crazy America is right now. It's just I was watching on um, – I was watching a couple of videos last night and it doesn't seem real. Like there's videos of – cop cars ramming through crowds there's videos of cop that i saw a really good one of a cop who basically was coming out saying that he's uh he was the he was the sheriff of a town and he was standing out there saying hey we're not here to arrest you to attack you we're here to make sure that you can protest safely we're here to to ensure that your protest can carry on which is nice and then there's other cops going around wearing wearing t-shirts that say i can breathe which is just fucked up that just just to go on the attack at a time like this i don't i don't get it um and then there's people burning police stations down it's it's like grand theft auto out there it's i can't i can't even get my head around it there's not there's not even words and i don't and i and people are going about it the wrong way i think uh, social media is dangerous. There's anyone, anyone on social media who's who's going about it in any way to attack the people protesting. Or I understand maybe looting. If you're if you're an opportunist and you're going out and looting, maybe not cool. But any anyone else who's who's protesting, just just let them go. There, it's 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 reasonable for them to be protesting. I I just. I see a lot of people saying this is this is why this is why these things happen because they're demonstrating that they that they're out of control and all this sort of stuff. But Jesus Christ, the way, there are there are riots in the street when the wrong footy team wins a grand final, and people just and people call them football hooligans. They go, "Oh, the football hooligans are at it again." Arsenal lost. Uh, the bloody the bloody silly silly blood silly bugger. Footy hooligans are at it again, but then an innocent person's killed by a cop and they protest and they, they protest hard, which is fair because it's been a pretty, pretty wild couple of months in regards to all this stuff. And oh, well, not a pretty wild couple of months. It's been forever since the beginning of white people and black people. This, this problem has been about, so it's been building up for a while. It's been bubbling. It's been simmering, but one end footy hooligans gold, uh, Gun owners showing up on Parliament steps in America with their guns, standing around with guns. All cool. On the news, they're peacefully protesting, but they're walking around with assault rifles. Innocent people get killed by cops, and all of a sudden, people are on the internet saying that they're they're the problem, they're the reason. Um, You know what? It's hard for me to get my head around it because I've genuinely had a very a very privileged life. I've had a very easy life and I can't understand from that angle, but 
I definitely, I definitely can can get enough understanding that where they're coming from is fair. It's what I just yeah. Anyone anyone who's on the internet having a go at them, having a go at people for protesting and um, not understanding why why the black community and honestly why any minority is getting upset by this is just a complete fucking idiot because it is 100% fair to get upset about this kind of stuff. Uh, and I think people talk about it and go, well, you know, the, the problem's not going to get fixed by protesting, but I think it's reached that stage where, they ha- where you have to start doing something pretty drastic because obviously the message has not come across. It's just happening over and over again. And what what gets me the most now is is with kids. I watch the news and you see a lot of um, a lot of black comedians and sports players and stuff like that. And the the thing that I'd never really thought about was uh, the way they look at it is similar to the way I look at things now. Is with kids, you look at the world differently, and in their eyes, they're they're looking at everything going on, thinking I'm scared for my kids because someone like LeBron James was talking about it. He said people recognize me. He said, it's not going to happen to me because I'm LeBron James. You know, the cops know me. They're, they're excited to see me. But literally one step down, LeBron's kids are going to be out on the street, walking around and being judged as judged as bad and dangerous based on their skin, no matter what they are. And, and that... Honestly, that point got me more than anything. Thinking about that from a from a parent's perspective. So, as soon as as soon as that, well, I didn't need that point to to get me across the line. But as soon as I heard that, I was thinking, "Damn, yeah, that hundred percent. I'm on board." Uh, I don't I don't really know what I can do, um, or what everyday everyday white people can do. But um, I guess I guess we've just got to go out and make sure that if we see things going on that aren't right, we talk about it and we call people out. And I guess I saw a video as well of a guy who saw a young, saw a young, um, saw a young black kid getting arrested. Uh, and he stopped and waited, got his phone out and recorded it and was there just to try and be present to make sure that there was at least someone on his side. No, regardless of what, of what he'd done, um, regardless of what he was being arrested for, he needed the, the the guy just just stand just stood stood by his side, recorded the encounter just to make sure that there were just just eyes on the situation. I guess so. That's that's one thing we can definitely do. If we see something going on, we can just be present, keep keep your eyes open, and and make sure that you're recognizing what's happening. Um, didn't think I'd be getting this deep into a subject like this episode episode one. Uh, but honestly, it's already gone better than episode one, number one, because episode one, number one was really bad. It was really embarrassing. And I was, I was kind of getting self-conscious, which is really stupid because I'm getting self-conscious about something that I control. Like I could do the weirdest shit on this. And if it goes badly, I just delete it. But I was, I was uncomfortable. I was nervous. I was nervous talking into a camera, even though. I was the only one who was going to see it. Like it's, it's like being embarrassed. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, I, well, I was going to say it's like being embarrassed of your own body when you get in a shower, but I guess that's that gen, that genuinely does happen. So that's a bad analogy. Um, actually another example I was, I was thinking of, um, 
was thinking of examples as well of this accidental bullying and things that I've learnt over the last over the last couple of years and things I, I definitely learnt a lot since I've started doing comedy because it's the first time I've had a a uh, first time I've had a creative outlet and for years I left school basically just started working worked at BHP and then just worked selling cars and being a car salesman is not a creative outlet I guess selling you could consider there's a bit of creativity in being a good salesperson but there's there's nothing exciting about it it's not it's not a creative setting and I think back now to to times I'm sure if it's accidental bullying or if it's just just bad advice but I remember back to when I was a um when I was a teenager and one of my mates Dom absolute champion most aggressive bloke you've ever seen playing halo like he is fucking dangerous you get get him in front of a get him in front of a couple of screens and a game of halo with the boys Dom becomes hectic goes to another level but straight out of high school Dom decided he he's uh he produces music now but he decided he wanted to be a DJ he wanted to get into music and all of us boys basically ragged on him for years we didn't rag on him but we kind of pushed him constantly to go out and get a real job do something genuine do something that was going to make him money right right away go and get go and get just go and get a job which looking back now was just horrible advice because since then dom has been so since we left school pretty much dom has he went to uni and did a little bit but since then, he's pretty much been chasing something that he wanted to do. He spent all of his time DJing, making music, doing doing something that he's passionate about. And I'm kind of envious of that now. Like thinking back to thinking back to them. That's a good water. Thinking back to then and the fact that we used to have a crack at him, we were just being little fuckheads. Because now I'm genuinely envious of the fact that he spent all that time doing it. He's the healthiest he's ever been. Uh, he's reading tons of books, which I wish I could say the same. He's reading books, becoming a better person. He's making music, and that's literally what he does to put food on the table. He makes music and DJs and produces music. And I don't, I honestly don't know the details of it because I haven't had a chance to talk to him in depth about what, what he does day to day, but I know that's what he's doing. He's spending his days becoming a better person uh, and becoming better at something he's passionate about. And I just, I, I can't believe that even, it's just one of those things at 18 years old that I even felt like I had the right to give anyone advice about anything. Like at 18 years old, I was working at BHP. At 19 years old, I was a car salesman and I was giving, I was giving Dom advice that he shouldn't be chasing his passion. It just, it's just crazy. So Domo, keep going at it, mate. Um, jealous of you. Not jealous of your aggression. Not je- oh, there's a actually there's a couple of oh, I'm gonna sink him a bit here because I can't give him all praise. That's not the way I work. Uh, gotta even it out. Couple of good Dom stories. Um, firstly, Dom's Dom's first time in Bali. Landed in Bali, he was there for 10 minutes before he got ripped off. Got got hit with the old um rolled in. Rolled in, got his bags carried out of the airport by a porter, um, paid the guy, happy as Larry. You've, you've never seen, he, he had that strut about him, like he, 
he walked out like, oh man, this 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 Balinese guy carrying his bag. He's he's paid him, walked off, and he just, was just chuffed. And we've said to him, hey, how how much did you pay that guy? And he goes, oh, only two bucks. All good. Only paid him two bucks. Oh, how much how much did you pay him? Oh, two hundred thousand. That's two bucks, isn't it? No, Dom had paid a guy twenty dollars to carry his bag. One hundred and fifty meters. Um, classic Dom. Keep making music. Stop making decisions with money. Uh, Dom's. This is another ripper. We went to IGA once. Um, support local, and he will just. I can't. I think it was after school. We were, we were buying stuff from IGA, and he swiped his card. Um, <laughs> he swiped his card, and then the checkout chick has gone. Oh, you want? Do you want thirteen dollars fifty one cash out? No. Dom had entered his pin number in the cash out. Uh, in the cash out section of the card. So Dom, whenever it comes to money, you're making bad decisions. Um, <laughs> but I love you. Good on you. Um, I've said um too many times. Uh, okay. Actually, speaking of Delhi, speaking of supporting local, actually, I've got a bone to pick with fish and chip shops. How much? This is annoying. What the fuck is that sound? I can hear someone somewhere. All right, my next door neighbor's using a chainsaw. Thanks for the timing. Thanks so much. Um, chainsaw in the background. Play golf the other day with my mate Nick. Uh, golf's good if you're 100. I think golf's really good if you're 100. But if you're not 100, why are you playing a, go- playing a sport that's mainly played by Bruce's and Graham's? Golf, if any sport that you can play until you're 80, 90, any sport that you can still play as long as you can walk, I don't know if it's a sport. It's a hobby. Any sport that's mostly played by people who have retired isn't a sport. Fuck golf. I I, I just can't, I just can't do it. I play golf 45 minutes into a game of golf and I've lost all patience and I'm happy Gilmoring. I'm not taking practice swings. I just, listen, Bruce, is it? You're playing golf. It's a shit sport. It's an old man sport. If you're not 100, don't be playing golf. To demonstrate, there was a guy when we were, when we were playing golf, absolute arsehole, had a crack at me. Um, I didn't realize we weren't supposed to be pulling the pins out when you're playing golf because obviously you're uh, spreading germs, the, the corona coronavirus, we're spreading germs and not allowed to spread germs, so we're not allowed to pull the pin out. This guy's yelled out at me, had a bit of an attitude about him. Could have said it nicely, didn't. That's fine, I let it slide. Pretty proud of myself, didn't have a crack. Then, pull up in the buggies, park the buggies, the guy's uh, there again. I've jumped out of the buggy, and he's just had a go at me for parking the buggy in the wrong spot. I don't know why I'm bringing this up. I guess... It cut deep enough that I remember it. I guess this moment cut deep enough that I remember it. But I didn't park the buggy in the right, the wrong spot. I parked it in the right spot. It's just not where he wanted me to park it. Glad I got that off my chest. Uh, didn't gain much by sharing that. This is hot content. Uh, very hot content. And we're setting sail. We're setting sail and it's the Hat Edition. So we've set sail on the Hat Edition podcast and... Weird shit's going on in the world. And I talked way too much about stuff that I don't really feel like I'm qualified to talk about. But that's okay. 
and I talked about Dom, and I talked about heckling a disabled kid. So we're good. We've covered some topics. None of them really fall into the same category. Speaking of weird stuff going on, I feel like every time the the, the world slows down, every time they run out of news is when we hear that China's about to just go to war with everyone and take over the world. So I'm worried. It's like as soon as as soon as everything dips down, the coronavirus was happening and everyone was boom, 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 corona, corona, corona. Then all of a sudden it slowed down a bit, less cases in Australia. Bang. China's going to war with us. They're Bali. They're, they're attacking our Bali. They're, they think we're wheat, so they're attacking our Bali. Uh, but I don't know. I was about to say too bad for China. They don't realize we eat. A lot of wheat bix made from barley, but wheat bix is made from wheat. It's in the name. So bad analogy. And now I've lost my train of thought. But that's right. Every time the news slows down, we're talking about China. Every time the news slows down, we're talking about how China's going to get us. And is it that when things are going on, China's watching the news too? So like when there's news, China's going, nah. We'll just let them slide because there's good shit to read on Perth now. But then as soon as there's good shit, there's not good shit on Perth now, China's like, oh, let's make some news. Let's demonstrate our massive fleet of aircraft over Taiwan or let's get rid of three words from a document and watch everyone melt, melt down. I, I just, I just, just imagine the, the ultimate troll level leadership that the Chinese Communist Party has. Like, they could genuinely have no ambition to take over the world. They could have no no ambition. They could just think, hey, we've got billions of people, or we've got a billion people. We can really scare the fuck out of white folk. And they do. Whenever I think about China, I get a bit scared. And, well, not, not China, the, the Chinese government. Whenever I think about the Chinese government, I get a little bit scared. So China, Chinese government, stop trolling me. You're in my dreams. The Chinese government's in my dreams. Got a dream catcher there. Caught a couple of my Chinese government dreams. Communism? Dreaming about it. Uh, Chinese government worried. You're worrying me, China. You got a big wall, but we got a rabbit rabbit proof fence. So send all your rabbits and we'll block them with the fence. Uh, Isn't it weird? Isn't it weird to think that we even have wars? Now, like, it blows me away that me, a person who is just a 27-year-old guy that lives in Western Australia, can settle arguments by talking, and yet supposedly the smartest, most powerful people in the world can't. Like, the fact that America can be like, nah, fuck you guys, we're sending tanks, and the other country doesn't go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's talk about it. Let's settle this before the tanks arrive because we don't like tanks. I don't, because even the leaders of these countries, I don't, and why, why are they not leaders killed more often? Like it's saying, it in every movie I watch, wars end because someone sneaks in or, or somehow the leader or the king or someone of like that is on the front lines and he dies. Admittedly, watching medieval movies, but why is it that the leaders are never dying in wars? Like, I would fucking give ScoMo a chain gun and throw him out there. And, you know, if, if give ScoMo with a flamethrower, I'm on board. And 
Maybe he had a flamethrower. Maybe he started the fires so he could take a holiday. Hawaiian shirt. Skoma. I don't know where I segwayed there, but I got there. Uh, what's her name again? I should probably give context to that. Uh, what's her name again? This That's a shout out to my mate Jacob. Um, he's a Italian-Australian. I think that's the term for it, Italian-Australian. And uh, he said the most Italian thing I've ever heard in my life. Uh, a lady at work came in. Uh, he hasn't worked with us too long, so he doesn't know everyone's names. As she walked out, he turns to me and goes, she's a nice lady. What's her name again? Very Italian. Italian, the most Italian thing you could ever say. She's a nice lady. What's her name again? What's her name again? She's a nice lady. I feel like that is the most nonna thing I've ever heard. The nonnas out there are just going, oh, she's a nice girl. What's her name again? And that's me talking about my mate Jacob. What's her name again? A lot of laughs at work about that. Um... Jacob basically can't say anything without us saying, what's her name again? But that's what we're doing. Hey, I was thinking, sun was out yesterday for a little bit, pissing with rain, sun was out, and uh, I was thinking the sun, the sun's a badass motherfucker. The sun is like the baddest of all the stars. I was thinking this, I was thinking, of all the stars, the sun must be the bad boy, like the sun must be... The sun must be the one that all the other stars look at, and they're like, ooh, he got that hot, hot. Like, he's throwing, he's throwing life. The sun, I don't know how many other planets there are that, that can support life, but our sun both supports life and then ends the life. Our sun's like, hey, everybody, come outside. It's beautiful. Oh, don't spend too long outside because I'll kill you. Our sun's, a, our sun's a bad boy, a UV He's a, he's a UV, UV baby. Our son's a bad boy throwing that UV, throwing that UV shade. He's not throwing shade, he's throwing light. And he's got a dry mouth because the words are coming out hot. And his future's bright because hot air rises. And, this, and my future's bright because hot air rises and I'm spitting some hot air today. But I'm on the way up. I'm rising because hot air's rising. My... Uh, I just wrote that. Just read notes. I wrote uh, about Mother's Day, and this is a, this is an absolute cracker. My dad champion, um, but not the best at organising things. And for Mother's Day, he uh, he told he told me and Lauren he wanted us to come around on Sunday morning for breakfast, which is all nice. Thanks a lot, Dad. Thanks for the invite. Uh, and then Lauren sent him a message and said, "Hey, Dad." Uh, say, sorry, hey, Grant, that's my dad's name. She doesn't call him dad because she's disrespectful. But she doesn't care about him that much. Maybe she does, but she doesn't call him dad. Uh, and she messaged my dad and said, hey, is there anything you want me to bring around? And expecting dad to say fruit salad, you know, it's just something random. And instead of responding like that, he's just, poof, just fired back. Yeah, pancakes. There's going to be 10 of us. And... <laughs> That is just, that's, that's some, that's, that's awesome, dad. Uh, <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe you just, hey, uh, we're coming around for dinner. Do you want us to bring anything with us? Yeah, dinner for the whole dinner party. Oh, okay. Hey, hi, uh, I'd like to make a reservation at your restaurant. Um, is the restaurant BYO? Yeah, it's BYO, food and drink. Bring everything you need. Oh, 
okay. So <laughs> and my, my dad admittedly he cleared it up later. He said he was going to be um he was gonna be making all sorts of other stuff, but just be a bit clearer, Dad, because that's maybe that's why she's not calling you dad. Little things like that. That's why she's not calling you dad. Because you tell her to bring a whole meal around when you invite her around. And that's that's gold. That's absolutely gold. Um, she's not calling you dad because you ask her to make pancakes for 10 people. Um, coronavirus is, is clearing up. Coronavirus is clearing up. And you know what it's here for? It was here to penetrate the 5G. 5 Jesus Christ has landed. 5 Jesus Christ has been awakened. 5G is here. And I'm not scared of it. I, I'm one of those, uh, admittedly, I was a bit scared at one stage. I was, I was reading all the articles and it scared me a little bit. Admittedly, I'm one of those people who does believe that one time we're going to go too far. I genuinely think we're going to go too far at some stage. And I don't think 5G is that thing. Um, but it might be, don't trust my words, but I don't think 5G is going to be the thing to end us. Uh, the thing that might end us is a China because I'm scared of China because they're in my dreams. China's in my dreams. And if China's not in my dreams, America's in my dreams at the moment because America's gone crazy. Uh, America's gone absolutely bonkers and all... It's 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 pretty mad to see all these super famous, powerful African American people marching the streets. Just, just rappers. You got rappers and basketball players just walking the streets. They're that pissed off, and I'm back here. I'm back here again, and I'm gonna leave the topic because I'm back here again. Um, taught Ash to ride a bike. That was my highlight of the coronavirus period is I taught my daughter to ride a bike and sounds not that doesn't sound like that big in a big an achievement, but taught her to ride a bike and it was a lot of work. Uh, she, my little girl is very, very, uh, what's the word for it? Mm, tentative and scared and overreacts. So literally every wobble on the bike, she was meltdown. She was, can't, can't, can't do it, I don't want to. And, I, and she dropped the bike and then I'd have to go full Tony Robbins, tell her that she was powerful, tell her that she had the might of the communist Chinese government, tell her that if she trusted me, she would get there. Uh, and then I took a video of her falling off her bike and that was really funny, but a bit of a setback. Uh, drinking a lot of water, but I want to keep the mouth wet because words are coming out hot and dry mouth doesn't sound good on the microphone, but taught Ash to ride a bike and unbelievable. Unbelievable. Now she's riding a bike. She's got that confidence. She got that swagger. As soon as she started riding a bike, she picked up a swagger I'd never seen in her before. And she's kind of got a bit of a, bit of a, yeah, two wheels. I got it. Two wheels. Huh, give me one wheel. She maybe not one wheel, but she got that swagger. She's got that swagger. I can't doing this now, talking into this microphone. Fuck, I can't wait to get back and start doing some stand up. I cannot wait. I didn't realize how much I'd miss it, and I and I haven't missed it so much. I've missed it so much while it hasn't been going on because it's like it's 
everyone's missing out. It's not like I feel like it's something that I could be doing that I'm not. It's that I, I just, I don't feel like I'm missing out because I haven't been, um, I haven't been seeing other people doing it. Hasn't been winding up. Haven't been listening to podcasts about it. Every podcast I've been listening to is people talking about how they're not doing it. Uh, people talking about how they miss it, but I really didn't miss it too much until it's been announced that the restrictions are going to ease a little bit. And now I just can't wait. I can't wait to get back up there and just bomb because a hundred percent I'm going to rock up and it's going to be tragic. It's whenever you take time off from anything, it's bad, but I think I've never taken a big gap since I started, but I know how bad I was at the very beginning and I know I'm going to take a slide and I'm worried about that. And it's now it's, that's probably going to be infiltrating my dreams because I'd never really voiced that until just now, but I'm a bit scared of getting back to comedy and my mouth's getting dry again. So I'm sipping up, I'm sipping up and I'm sitting down, sitting down, sipping up. Fuck golf. Fuck Bruce's. Fuck Graham's. Fuck the guy who told me not to pull the thing out of the, the pin, not to pull the pin out of the hole, and not to park the golf buggy in the wrong place. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. And fuck rappers that have shit names. Just wanted to add that in there. Don't know why. Fuck rappers that have shit names. Fuck rappers that have shit names. Did I did I talk about did I talk about hot chips? I feel like I started talking about hot chips and then didn't get there. What? How did I divert away from hot chips? I've got it written down here, but I definitely didn't. This I, I've had a couple of really weird experiences with hot chips. Uh, the other one was a little a little while back. Went to um went to Zambreros in Rockingham, and lady in front of me lady in front of me walks up to the counter, uh, Zambrero's Mexican restaurant and just goes, I'll have a large hot chips. Thanks. And the lady just went, we don't, we don't sell hot chips. And she just goes, why the fuck not? And then I could feel the atmosphere in Zambrero's change as everyone standing there kind of thought, yeah, why the fuck not? Why aren't you selling hot chips? And is this lady, did this lady know they didn't sell hot chips and she's just like a protester? Is she just wandering around protesting that all shops should sell hot chips? Because if she is, I'm behind it. I'm right behind that protest. Every shop, every fast food place should sell hot chips. Zambreros, Boost Juice. Boost Juice, start selling hot chips. Do it. Mango chips. Mango magic chips. Boost. Get Start selling them chips. Also hot chips. We need to have some sort of standardized measurement of chips because I, the dollar the dollar count isn't working. I went to I went to a deli a little while back and not going to name and shame because I love all delis, um, but I went to a specific one. I normally got my local that I go to. Didn't go there. Went to a different place, and when I got there, I ordered beer batter chips. Didn't know how much they were going to be, so I said I'll get seven dollars worth of beer batter chips. No, I said six dollars worth of beer batter chips, and the lady went okay. And she yelled out to the girl behind her, $6 beer battered, we're on. Then I went, actually, make it $7 beer battered. Now, in between me saying six and seven, the girl had already poured the chips into the basket. She's turned around and gone, $7 beer battered chips. The girl gone, okay, $7. But she didn't add any more chips. So I feel like I'm I'm being had. 
I feel like I've I've, I've been I've had I had been had, and so I said to the lady, I said, oh, and I watched the whole. I watched like a hawk because this is this is a this is a controversial topic. The amount of chips that you get per dollar, and I watched the whole process. I watched her pull them out, bag them up, because I thought maybe she'd just acknowledge it. She was going to write it down, and my chips were going to be after this lot that she put in the fryer. No, they were my chips. She pulled them out onto the paper, wrapped it up, handed it to me. $7 beer batch. She said $7 beer batch hand to me. And I said, I ordered six and then I noticed you didn't add any extra. And she said, without a, oh, this, this fucking, this upsets me because she got me so good. And she had, she had this answer locked and loaded like it was something they've said many times before. But I said, but I noticed you didn't put extra chips in when I went from $6 to $7. And she went, oh, no, no. I'd put $7 worth of chips in. I would have taken out a dollar. So <laughs> I put $7 worth of chips in. I would have taken out a dollar. But how much is a dollar? Because they don't measure. They just pour. $2, boom. $5, boom. They put it in. And now, and now it's, I just get emotional every time I buy chips. Every time I unwrap the packet, I'm, I'm looking at it thinking, that's not enough. That's not enough. I've kind of got a bit of a, got a bit of a stigma towards chips. And it's in my dreams, like the Chinese government now. Not as much as the Chinese government, but I'm still thinking about these hot chips, and now I really want hot chips. If you do want hot chips, very, very niche. I don't know who's going to be listening to this podcast and from where, but if you want hot chips and you're in the Perth Hills, get them from the Wally Deli because they're fucking sick. Get the beer butter chips from the Wally Deli. Two people, order $7 worth. Not $5 worth, $5 worth is the minimum order. Order $7 worth, they're good. They're real good. They're the best. We're chicken salt. I don't eat animal products much of the time. Sometimes I do. Don't eat animal products. Uh, had a lady start at work tell me I couldn't eat chicken salt because got chicken in it. Lady, they don't grind up the chickens for the chicken salt, but that's fine. Get the chicken salt on your chips, even if you don't eat the animal products because the chicken salt is just salt. Is anyone putting chicken salt on their chicken? Because I, I can imagine that'd be good. I don't eat chicken, but I can imagine if I ate chicken, chicken salt's the chicken. I wonder why it's called chicken salt if it was initially made to put on chicken. That's another one for another day. That is another one for another day. I uh, Actually, I have this book here. This cracked me up. I thought I'd share a little book. Share a little book called Goodbye Mousy. Uh, Ash brought it home from school. They were... The library lady recommended that she bring this one home and I don't know why she recommended it because the book's a bit dark. It's called Goodbye Mousy. Goodbye Mousy. Um, and it takes a turn. Looks all nice. Cover is a kid, is a little boy looking at his nice mouse. Um, and the first, first part of the book is when I woke up this morning, I tickled Mousy's tummy, but Mousy didn't wake up. I tickled Mousy's chin, but he still didn't wake up. Then daddy came to say good morning. Mousy won't wake up, I whispered. I think something's wrong. Daddy took a good look at Mousy. Then he put his arm around me. I have something very sad to tell you, he said. Mousy is dead. And then Daddy gave me a big hug. And I don't know why the library ladies recommended this book to Ash, but it's about a dead mouse. Dead mouse book. And then, and then it's basically, it has the, sta the different stages of grief. 
Because straight away, it's not true, I said. Mousy's just sleeping. And his dad's like, and then dad goes, I'm so sorry about Mousy, he said. And then the boy said, Mousy is not dead, I said again. Mousy was alive last night. He's very sleepy. And then <laughs> he's, he's just very, very sleepy this morning. Dead, said daddy, is very different from sleeping. Dead is not alive. So dad is a psychopath. Dad, be a bit kinder. Then as the story goes on, they start making a little grave, digging a grave for the baby, for the for the mousy. Oh, not the baby. Fuck. Dead, dead baby. Not oh, dead, dead mousy. And then as it goes on, don't know what happens, but in a later scene, the boy's all happy playing with his mum and he's wearing mouse slippers. So... Taxidermist works fast in Goodbye Mousy's Family. Uh, Goodbye Mousy by Roby H. Harris. Could be Robbie, but I'm pronouncing it Roby. Goodbye Mousy, fucked up book. Thanks, Ash's Library Lady, for sending that one home because Ash was not happy when I started reading her the story and it turns out the mouse is dead. A bit of a traumatic experience for bedtime. So, dead mice in Ash's dreams, like the communist Chinese government. Um, been reading her pages of Harry Potter. She has no idea what the story is about. We're about 15 pages in and she doesn't understand any of it. Doesn't, doesn't get it, but I'm having fun reading it. So, and that's what parenting's about, doing things that you like and convincing the kids that you're doing it for them. And that's that. Uh... This has gone all right. I don't really know how entertaining it's been, but I've had fun. And that's what I'm doing it for. Unless other people like it, in which case I'm doing it for them, but otherwise I'm doing it for me. Unless other people like it, because if they like it, I'm doing it for them. But if they don't like it, I'm doing it for me. Because she's a nice lady. What's her name again? I'm doing it for them. And I'm setting sail and Mary's popping in. And Mary's popping a couple of tabs and she's popping a couple of fingers in because Mary Poppins is a psycho. And she rolls up at the park. Didn't know your kids. And she's giving them a bath for free. Hey. Hey, my name's Mary. And I'm going to come and give your kids a bath for free. Is that okay? Is it okay if I come and give your kids a bath for free? My name's Mary. Oh, that's a nice name, Mary. What's your surname? Poppin, mm, weird surname, might be made up, might be an alias. Hey, Mary, how common's the name Poppins? Not very common. Why are you using that as your surname? Are you a criminal? Not a criminal. We'll work for free as a nanny. Let's go bath your kids. Let's go have a bath for half an hour to 45 minutes. First job, bath your kids. Oh, I already know their names. This is, this is such and such. I already know his name. Let's go bath him for free. My name's Mary, surname Poppins. Don't ask any more questions. I flew here with an umbrella. Mm, all right, I flew here with an umbrella, working for free, taking care of your kids. Let's go give him a bath. Let's go bath your little angels. I'll do it for free because I'm Mary Poppins. I'm popping a couple of spoons full of sugar. Listen, Mary, what's this medicine that you're trying to get? What's, what's this medicine that you're trying to get the kids to take? Hey, you've been here for one day, you're working for free and you're already trying to give the kids medicine. They don't want the medicine, so you're putting sugar in the medicine. 
Mary, Mary, questions Mary. But Mary was played by Emily Blunt, and Emily Blunt is banging. So to put a blunt, her Mary's be popping. I've got a bad habit. Uh, well, I don't know if it's a bad habit, but it's just a thing that I do. I think a lot of guys might do it now, but as soon as I'm watching a movie um, and there's a woman in the movie, I'm Googling the movie's name, the cast, finding that woman, finding her name, typing into Google search. Has Emily Blunt been nude? Very often, yes. Even if they haven't, there's often nude fakes, which is just as good. But Emily Blunt had been nude and her Mary's be popping. So Emily Blunt, thank you so much. If I hadn't seen you play clearly a predator who flies in with an umbrella to take advantage of families on welfare, if you hadn't played that role of a complete and utter psychopath, uh, then... I wouldn't have got to see your Marys. Marys be popping because they're popping. Solid. I don't know what movie it was, but Mary, Mary popping. Let's look it up. Actually, what movie? Uh, Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt nude. Emily Blunt naked and lesbian erotic scenes. Not going to click on that. Don't know what movie it was, but her Marys be popping. Thank you, Emily Blunt. Thank you. Mary Poppin. I wonder if oh, I want someone to make a Mary Poppin documentary now, for like an Epstein documentary or uh, like the um, the Manson murder tapes of Mary Poppins. Because that'd be a cracker. Like the Mary, like two spoons full of sugar, the Mary Poppins story, or flew in with an umbrella, flew out with the children's innocence. Her Mary's be popping. Mary Poppins, who is she? Mary Poppins, the volunteer nanny story. Because there would be more than one story because she's done it to multiple families. And then the way Mary just leaves. In both the Mary Poppins movies, she just... She just bails. She goes, okay, kids don't need me anymore. They're like, what? Where, where are you going? The kids don't need me anymore. Is it that they don't need her anymore or they're cottoned on? Is it that she's bathed them enough times now that she's over it? I don't know, but I'm back on Mary Poppin. Her Mary's be popping. Emily Blunt's Mary's be popping. And that's that. I, uh, I don't know. How, where are we at? Fuck, we're at. We're at 54 and a half minutes. I feel like I've talked enough. I don't know how entertaining it's been. This is number one. Um, It's going to get better, 100%. It's going to get better. But I just felt like I had to do it. And I promised myself that no matter what happened this episode, I would be hitting the button, recording, and uploading. So I've done it. I've made it this far, recorded and uploaded. When I do share it, please... If you make it this far, thank you for listening. I can't believe you made it through 54 minutes of me talking shit. Um, follow it, like it, whatever you got to do. Um, if you watch on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. I'd love that. Um, 
Thank you to a couple of people who've helped me out. Um, got a bit of gear from Deanna from Winning at Failing Comedy. Absolute, absolute champion. Uh, search that, Winning at Failing Comedy. W-A-F is the hashtag. Um, thank you to Brian at Rocket Podcasting. Uh, he's given me some just legendary – for someone who – it's his job to do podcasts. It's his job to um, to produce podcasts and to help people set them up and to give – mentoring and whatnot and he gave me tons of free advice and i really appreciate it so brian at rocket podcasting also i saw this morning he's doing something i can't remember what it's called actually fuck i don't have my phone on me um uh he's doing something look up brian gara brian g-a-r-a and if you look him up uh, as at rocket podcasting i'm pretty sure it's in the story but he's doing something called broken the broken project which is basically looks like he's renting a space or he's got a space where you can go in there, pay a certain amount of money and have 10 minutes or five minutes just to break a ton of shit like fans and plates and morals uh, promises. I don't know, but he, it looks pretty cool. So I don't know what he's doing there. I literally saw it this morning. I thought I'd shout that out as well. Um, yeah, that's about it. Thanks so much, guys. Uh, really appreciate you listening, watching. Might put some clips together about her Mary's popping. And if I do, and you made it this far and you're listening, thanks for watching the clips. And if you haven't watched the clips, go find the clips and watch the clips because her Mary's be popping. And we're setting sail. And what's her name again? All right, thanks a lot, guys. I'll catch you later. <laughs>